Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right, Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back. It is July 18th. We're recording this on, and we have a real special podcast this week. We're going to be changing up big time this week. Uh, the Blue Kool-Aid crew isn't here. It's just me, Big Z. But I don't know how, even how much I'll be taking over this one. But really, we got the ladies of the Blue Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid uh, kind of taking over the podcast today. So welcome, ladies. Let me introduce you first. So first, we got J-Dog. Hello. Then we got Big G. What's up, Lions fam? Hello. And then last but not least, Lil G. Hello. <laughs> All right. So. Again, that's J-Dog, Big G, and Lil G. They got their podcast names. They're ready to talk about some Detroit Lions and drinking the Kool-Aid. But first, just like anybody else that's ever uh, made their first appearance on this podcast, ladies, let's start with you, J-Dog. Why are you a Lions fan? What made you a Lions fan? And what's your connection to the podcast as well? Um, First-time caller, long-time listener. No, um, big fan of the podcast. Um. So it goes way back to when I was born because our dad, which is UJ, is a huge Lions fan. And of course, growing up in our house, football was always number one and have loved Lions forever. Um, <laughs> yep. It's always been funny because we're born and raised in Chicago and everyone asks, are you from Michigan? No, just always love the Lions. You know, get a lot of weird looks about that, but um, kind of a sense of pride ever since we were younger. And then as I've grown up, just love them even more, watch them every weekend and teaching my little, I have three little girls teaching them how to be Lions fans too. So keeping the tradition going. Yeah. And your husband's a, a Browns fan, but they, they, they appear to be Lions fans. So good job. Uh, yeah. Well, I've, I've done some work with that. Uh, <laughs> I purposely, we sit down, my husband said, if we had boys, they had to be Browns fans. If we had girls, I got to choose. And so I said, well, I'll run with that. So we sit down, oh, yeah. 
I make sure they have to watch the first half. They have to learn all the the rules and then they can go play, but we're working hard on it. Got a lions, more lions, ladies. All right. We love it. Uh, now big G let's go over to you. Well, um, since J dog is my sister, it's a very similar, uh, story, but yes, UJ is my father and we were just raised lions fans from birth. I mean, it was never really ever a question. Um, I, I mean, we never questioned it at all growing up. Like I not once was like, why? Like I, I never once like considered any other team because That's, UJ would say it's your destiny. They chose us. Like they chose us. The lions chose him. They chose our family and I could not be more proud to be a lions fan. And I am very honored to be on this amazing podcast today with you, Big Z, and the Lions ladies. <laughs> All right, Lil G, you're last to go. Well, similar to my two beautiful um, co-guests, um, my father, Bob, um, UJ's brother, also raised his children to be Lions fans. And similar to um, the other two tales we've heard, there really wasn't any questioning of it. Um, And it really became a reality for us when we moved to Detroit in 2007. And we got to go to our first Lions game and kind of experience the magic in person. And we've been season ticket holders since then. And it's been quite the ride, you know, sometimes it's, it's had its highs and it's had its lows, but, um, I wouldn't, wouldn't change it for the world. I love the lions and I cannot wait to watch them again this fall. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you. And we we are glad to have you guys on. Uh, I think you guys are offer a different perspective here on the Lions. So, I mean, I, Lil G, I know you brought it up when we were talking about what you guys want to talk about on this podcast, but just what what do you guys think you offer from the woman side of things that you know the blue Kool Aid crew here isn't doing quite so much or uh, something we might miss that you guys uh, kind of take a look at? I don't know who wants to take that one first. I'll let, I'll just uh, open that one up. I'll I'll take that one. Um, Go for so it, dog. Big fan of the podcast. Probably one of the only. I mean, I only listen to a few podcasts, but I listen to you guys every week. And while I love all the insight and deep research which you guys do, I feel like um, as a ladies Lions fan, I watch it on a much more emotional level. So I'm not necessarily like looking, diving deep into the draft picks and, you know, (laughs) all of the um, training camp and all that stuff. I feel like, you know, from a, at least, you know, little G, big G, when we talk, we're like, what did you notice? Like what happened on Instagram? What players do you follow? You know, and then we bring it into watching it on Sunday and it gives us this like huge, like emotional connection with the team. So it's like, we're seeing what's going on behind the scenes a little bit. And then we, you know, we love football. We watch every Sunday, but we're maybe not picking it apart as minute, you know, all those minute details as you guys do in the pod. So we come at it in a little bit more emotionally, I think. Yeah. You guys already get to the salary cap numbers and the, signing bonus and like they make so much money and that's about it no. <laughs> no i mean we do we we love football we love the sport and everything but i think we get on a very personal level with it too like learning about the players on the team like investigating their lives on social media and everything just to see what they're like as a human too 
because it just adding that layer of like getting to know that what they're like outside of the sport too, just like really, I don't know it. I feel like that's something important to know too, when you're watching a game and you're like, Oh, like he, he's dating this girl or he's married to this girl. And like, they're, they're about to have a baby. Like, so I don't know, it adds like a different layer and element to watching the sport, um, that we really love. So. Awesome. And Lil G, you're the one that proposed the question. So I want to hear what you got to (laughs) say. Well, I would agree with um, what Big G and J-Dog have said. We have a dedicated group chat that we kind of will keep up with what's going on with the players. Um, There were some former players we were probably more dedicated to than um, we have been with the current rosters. We've definitely got some studying to do, but it's just like a great way for the three of us to connect and kind of learn more about the team. And it kind of takes the... While we love the X's and O's parts of the game, um, it, I don't know, adds a layer of fun and um, personality to the team that you don't get otherwise. And adding on to that note, little G, like us women right here, we're in a weird spot because, you know, there's been a lot of new changes with the teams with Dan Campbell coming in last year. And now we have a new GM and we have a lot of new younger players, obviously Stafford went to LA, like he's been there for years and we're going through like an adjustment period where we're starting to get like, we don't really know the new like players as much yet, but it's exciting. I think we have a lot of new fun, young players that we're really excited to learn about, especially going into this season. And with hard knocks, I think that's going to show a really awesome side of the team. Um, Yeah. I think we're excited to kind of learn more about these new players that we have. I think that actually, I know we were maybe going to talk this a little bit later, but like the transition of the team has kind of been a huge, like, I feel like upheaval in my life. I don't know about how you guys feel, but like Stafford leaving, like he was there for such a large chunk of my adult lion fandom. Like where, you know, like when we're, when I was younger, it was cool watching a game with my dad. Like I wasn't really like, Hey, I was paying attention, but I wasn't really like invested in these players you know, Stafford was like a large part of my adult life, watching the lines, like investing lines. Like, as you guys know, my biggest crush of my life was Megatron. You know, like I cried when I saw him on the field. Like he looked at you. He looked at me. He looked at me. My sister has to that. He looked at me. I cried. Um, but you know, we were so close to him for so long. I think I realized, uh, and on top of it, of course, Stafford, like we follow Kelly Stafford. We were very invested in their life. They had, they got married around the time I got married. They had kids around the time I had kids. And then they just like left to LA and was like, yeah, I know it's a business. But then I realized like, I was like grieving. Like you get like really emotionally attached to these players and you're like, but they're not on my team anymore. It sucks. I would agree with that. I Stafford will probably forever be my, like one of my top favorite athletes of all time. I think he was just like, so fun to watch growing up every Sunday, my family would say we're going to the church of Matthew Stafford. It was, you know, like our tradition and kind of, it just felt like that was ripped away overnight, even though we knew it was a possibility. And while everything's very exciting now, um, it was definitely a, a lot of, grieving time like j-dog said it just felt like somebody 
I don't know, not that the Lions are our family, but they take up a large part of our year watching this team. Um, and I would love for them to take up more of our year and go deeper into the playoffs. That would be fantastic. So I just think you, I don't know, you spend so many Sundays watching these players play that it, you form a kind of a attachment and it's hard to see them go, especially for someone as special as Stafford. Great. I got to tell you something kind of scary that happened the other day though about Stafford. So my <sighs> oldest daughter, Eliza, who's six came into me and she was like, mom, I still out of the blue, like we were not watching football. We were not doing anything. She came in out of the blue and she goes, I just really still love Stafford mom. And I was like, yeah, like I know, but he doesn't play on the lines anymore. And she was like, well, maybe I'll like cheer for his team. And I was like, excuse me. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, absolutely not. Like that's where I draw the line. Our producer you know, like, Jay would be happy to hear that. You know. Oh Yes. But no, we're like, we're shutting this down. I was like, we are Lions fans forever. Like you can have good, happy feelings for Stafford, but like we are Lions fans first. So I've had to do some work around that. And I was like, it real in that moment, I realized though, like our love of Stafford was almost like, I need to check myself. Like, no, I'm a Lions fan first. Like I'm happy for him, his family. I'm glad they're doing good. But like, oh boy, I kind of was like, okay, let me go look at Goff again. Like, yeah, he seems like a really nice guy. Like, all right, like I'm going to get behind him. Let's go. I had a really hard time with the Super Bowl this year because like we we're saying, like we loved Stafford so much. Like, I mean, he was our QB for however many years. Like we loved him. We loved his family, like everything. And I felt these weird mixed emotions where I couldn't fully like cheer for him because I just felt so, so much emotion. Like I almost felt betrayed, even though I know he didn't like do it like to out of bad, like he did it for good reasons. He didn't do it out of like anything bad towards the team, the lions or Detroit. And it, it just, it was weird how it affected me emotionally like that. I, I was like, Oh my God. Like, well, what do you think about your brother? Uh, Rudd dog, uh, his opinion that Stafford betrayed the lions. Well, no, I don't go that well, here, far. Well, here's your opportunity to respond to him about that. I, I don't, go to his extent of his feelings towards it. Um, but I just laid low. I didn't, you know, I wasn't going to like get all like mean towards Stafford or anything, but I also felt like I couldn't 100% like cheer for him because I don't know. I, I didn't feel as strongly as my brother did, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It was definitely just emotions. I wasn't expecting to feel, you know, like I just, I was like, mm-hmm. I really had to sit and reflect on it. Like, wow. Like these did you are guys, real emotions. Did, did you guys feel better uh, that he, now that he's won the Super Bowl, can you officially like move on? I'm trying to compare yeah. it. Like if you have like an ex that suddenly starts or gets married yeah. and has a child, like it, I think yeah. it's time to move on from that ex. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of example, like a way to put it. Great, like analogy for it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I do. I feel like, okay, like, he got what he deserved. Like, he did get a Super Bowl win. He deserved it. Like, there's no doubt about that. But I'll I'll always have to say, though, he did get a Super Bowl win. But as great as I probably felt for him, it would have felt like 1,000 times better as a lion. I mean, there's just going to be no comparison. Whichever quarterback wins the Super Bowl for the Lions will be the elite quarterback. 
if you brought the Lions to the Super Bowl, like you will go down in history for bringing the Lions to the Super Bowl. It's true. Statues will be built. (laughs) Will be built. We will help. We will lift. (laughs) Yeah, we will build them. Well, will we be building a statue for Jared Goff, Jillian? Or I'm sorry, J Dog. Well, so yeah. So I'm trying to figure out Jared Goff. To be honest, I don't. You know, this weekend or this weekend, this past season was kind of a season of grieving, to be honest. Like it was hard to just like move on initially from Stafford, like just seeing golf out there. He wasn't producing like Stafford did. Wasn't as exciting to watch initially. He got better by the end. Um, but I kind of felt for him too. Like he got ripped away from a team that he'd been on. He'd been to the playoffs. Been to the, He went to Super Bowl, I think with them. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, he got ripped away from them and put in Detroit where they were like kind of rebuilding or whatever. And I feel like he's kind of held himself well under a lot of pressure. And I'm hoping this year. Um, so obviously as us ladies know, you know, big things happen for him in the off season, uh-huh. uh, got engaged, put a ring on it. Um, <laughs> Will, Will G called it. Will G called it. <laughs> I did. I'm a prophet about you predicted these it. <laughs> so how's that going to affect uh, the season? I agree. How's that what? going to affect his season now that he's uh, engaged? Is he going to well? The big missing. I think uh, piece. You know, I do think we saw his confidence, as J Dog said, increase near the end of the year. Got really comfortable in Detroit. Um, based off some Instagram stories I've seen, they seem to really like Michigan. Uh, they like Detroit, which who doesn't love Detroit? It's a great city to live in. Um, I think that this will only boost his confidence more as he feels more comfortable um, both at home and at work. And I mean, who wouldn't want to seal their love together in Detroit? I just, I don't know. I think that he should get a Super Bowl ring as well as a wedding ring. I think it'll be great. Hmm. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Big G. I mean, golf, you on the golf train? Absolutely. I mean, I drink the Kool-Aid like I will always be blind positive towards the Lions. I mean, you know, he when he's on, he is on like he's really good. Like you see the potential. He just needs to get more consistent. And I do have faith, you know, that with getting engaged, I mean, it's love, you know, like love is the strongest power and force in the world. So. With that, I mean, how can he not be like on his A game this season? You know, like it, it's got to be only good for him, I think. So that was, that was I think this day. is going to be an epic year for him. That's that was, for sure. That was absolutely beautiful. Our hearts, <laughs> all our hearts. Are that was, if Jared Goff, that was what beautiful. Do you, I mean, do, do you guys, uh, do you guys like the Jared Goff looks like Ryan Gosling comparison? Absolutely, he does. He's actually really cute. He does. He does. Yeah. Yeah. He does. I think what Jared Goff last year uh, threw that game-winning touchdown pass against the Vikings to get the first win of the season. Uh, his wife, or, or his now fiance, I should say, sorry, uh, was modeling on a beach. Uh, yeah. For SI. <laughs> yep. They like videotaped her, and they're like, "Guess what? He just won the game with the winning touchdown." And she's like, "He did." And like, it's like the whole video of her on like the photo shoot, and she like watches it, and she's like crying. I'm like, that's kind of 
That's nice. Like those What's are the name? kind of vibes. Like those are the kind of things. The love. What's her yeah, name again? She said. Kristen Harper. Kristen Harper. Interesting. Hmm? All right. Well, I'm sure we'll be seeing more of her. Oh yeah. Uh, around in the future, especially if they start winning. Uh, yeah. Well, this um, is actually. Can we just like really quick do like a shout out? Uh, we were the Lions ladies were talking a little bit ago, but we need more content from the new Lions wives. Really. Um, we do. Are they lacking know? right now? Say that again. Are they lacking in content right now? The Lions wives. Kind of. Well, we we're very used to like Kelly Stafford level content, which is like almost daily posts about the kids and like what's going on. Oh, every game yeah. yeah. Now there's a, she has a podcast of her own that we listen to weekly. So it's, I mean, maybe we need to find a middle ground between like what she did and what we're getting now, but it, we do think that there could be an increase in um, posts. It just helps us connect with the team as we said. Yeah. And I too, like there's not necessarily like a, lady or a wife or girlfriend that is like taking the lead of the women for the lions right now like kelly did like and especially because i mean i think kristen herbert i mean she's obviously like a hard worker she's a model everything so i don't think she is there as much to really like take the reins of like it sounds like she has the biggest profile to do so though no yeah that's true and if you're the quarterback's wife you got to uh, or fiance you got to take those reins you do like the first lady of the team really i mean well i feel like you know besides the owner wait say that again besides the owner right i mean i think one thing i really liked when you know obviously stafford kelly stafford my favorite thing about her is what she'd post on sundays she'd post like where they were sitting what you know decked out in lion's gear all the people who came to cheer for matthew like you know and you get this like insight of like wow this player is like a person who's just living the game he loves like here's his whole family supporting him here's all this stuff and it like makes you feel sentimental towards these people like it's not just you know Matthew Stafford pro quarterback it's like well he's like a real guy you know he's just this guy who is lucky enough to have the skill to literally win the lottery and get drafted into the NFL and just living out this like awesome life and it makes you feel like attached to these players yeah. And I feel like she was kind of similar to us with like, she really loved this, loves the sport of football too. So like she gets into it, she gets nervous. Like we get nervous on Sundays. Like, yeah. God, we get so nervous on Sundays. It's oh my God. Like, oh. And she would, she would show those emotions and stuff through social media and she'd be there for every step of the day on Sundays and everything. So I feel like we really connected with that too. So, so what are you guys looking for when you are like for a good Instagram follow as far as Lions wives go. Are you are you looking for what the wives are doing? Are you looking for what more insight from the player side of things? What makes you decide who you want to follow? Um, I would say both. I mean, I'm like curious about what they do for a living. I know Kelly Stafford was a nurse, um, and she eventually uh decided to stay home with the kids, but knowing kind of how they operate because the NFL season is only a part of the year and like how they, I mean, that it is a full-time career though. Those players are, you know, working out in the off season all the time and whatever. So it's just such an interesting career path to take and how families navigate that. I mean, a lot of the wives work, I know as well. 
So just navigating a two parent household with one parent who works one of the strangest jobs you could have, I would think. Uh-huh. So I, I mean, I know I personally am interested in kind of both sides of that. <clears throat> I agree. I agree with you, Lil G. I feel like sometimes though, the wives just put out so much more content just because they're the wives, you know, they have the time to do, they're not like, you know, like, like I don't know. I feel like they put out so much more content. So you get a, that behind the scene from them. Whereas you don't really get that as much from the players. Like some, I guess you kind of do, but just not as that, like, it's not that like behind the scenes content. It's like, oh, like here's pictures of me playing or here's me this, but all the wives content is like, look at, you know, we keep saying Stafford, but it's really hard not to, but like, look at Stafford at home with his kids. And you're like, oh my God, he was just scoring touchdowns. And now he's like, girl, dad, you know, And I do like, so I like watching both like the players and their wives, but I just feel like the wives content really always gets me because it just gives you that really behind the scenes peak, which I'm really hoping to piggyback off that we see in hard knocks. Like yes. you really get to know these players a lot better. Um, Cause at least I know I watched hard so knocks. All of you are, all of you are pro hard knocks for the lions, right? Cause we're, I mean, I'm oh, not, no. I'm pro yeah. hard knocks too, but uh, yeah, you, I know some people on our, uh, you know, blue Kool-Aid crew are split on whether they want it or not. (laughs) So I, so my perspective is, okay. So I'm married to a Browns fan. We're very similar fandoms because we're very loyal and you're depressed every, you're depressed every Sunday. I mean, there's very rarely a weekend where we can both be very happy. Like either (laughs) one of us is happy or no one is happy, but, um, you know, we watched Hard Knocks of the Browns and I loved it. I mean, the Browns is the team I watched right after the Lions. I'm always watching both games. And I felt like you got this like insight, like some of the players wrote poetry, like, you know, some of them have like taglines and stuff. And of course, similar to these Instagram stories and stuff, you're like getting that behind the scenes peek of them. So I'm excited. Oh yeah. I'm all in on it. I cannot wait. I think it's honestly good for the team because I think the lions don't get enough love. They don't get enough attention. And I think getting this attention for them is going to be good. It's going to like make them feel more important and it's going to make them feel like better than they are. Like, I mean, they are good. It's going to make them feel confident. I think getting that attention from the show. And I'm really excited to see how it turns out and how it impacts them going into the season. Lil G, you gonna be hosting viewing parties? Hard knocks, pro hard knocks. Um, I was I was a big skeptic at first, I'll mm. say, just because I really want to win this year. I want to do a lot of winning, and I sometimes wonder if this type of stuff is a little bit of a distraction. But I am such a Lions fan that I'm like ecstatic that they're on it just for me to watch it. Um, but I, I think they'll do well on it. And I, I don't think it'll be that much of a hindrance to the off season, but um, I'm super excited. To well, good it. news for you guys. Hard knocks the last couple of years is focused kind of less on the football on the field and more of the off field stuff. So it sounds like it might be right up the alley. Oh yeah. <laughs> and Hey, it's better that we have the preseason one and not the in season one. Cause yeah, that sure. would be more of a distraction like that. Yeah. I'd be probably yeah. more concerned about, but this is preseason. And it's honestly the better one because I've watched them both and 
preseason is way better to watch. For sure. I didn't realize so, they had in-season one. I didn't realize that. Yeah, that they just started that last year, I think, with the, the Colts, if, yeah. I'm, if I'm correct. Um, mm-hmm. The Lions are not part of that. No. Um, so, favorite player right now on the on this uh, Detroit Lions team? Who we, who we got right now going into the season, Ooh. mid-July? It might change by the time season starts, but right now as we record this, we'll start with uh, little G. Oh, gosh. Um, I would probably say my favorite lion right now is TJ Hawkinson. Mm. I think he's just got that kind of gritty Detroit um, energy about him, and I'm excited to see what he can do this year. And I'm my favorite. He might be gone after next year. I know. I'm hoping, hoping that's not the case, but we'll see. I will say my favorite new player is Aiden Hutchinson. I'm a big Michigan fan, so I'm very excited. And I think he's exactly what we need to bolster our defense this year. And I'm super, super thrilled that he's joining. I think his sister won like a beauty pageant or something in Michigan or something like that. I did see something about that. Like, uh, like, this Michigan, like to go to the American one or something, some along those lines. I don't know. I saw it on M Live. Sometimes posts things not uh related to vaguely related lions, and I know it was something along those lines. So, uh, yeah, else. I did see they got to walk the graduation stage, like they graduated on the same day, which I thought was very oh. awesome. Is it his twin sister together? I don't know. I just saw a picture of them walking mm-hmm. together. So look into uh, lions fan. Yeah. Uh, Big G. Um, so really quickly, I really do like Aiden Hutchinson. I followed him right after we drafted him and he's been posting some good content. Like, I think he's really excited about being a lion and in Detroit, obviously he went to Michigan. Um, but my favorite has to be Jamal Williams because I just, I mean, I think Mm. he's really good and I just love his energy, um, that he brings to the team. And I think he's just like, He's just a powerful running back. Like, I don't know. I think he has a lot of potential and um, he adds really good positive vibes to the team. too. All right. Jamal Williams. Interesting. Yeah. Big personality for sure. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) J-Duck. No, I'm just going to come out of left field and just, I'm going to go all in on golf this year. I've decided to really back him this year. Oh, I'm yeah. just going like, to become the biggest golf fan this year and like speak yes. it into existence that he's going to take us, you know, farther than anyone thinks we can go this year. So I'm getting behind our QB because I think I didn't give him as much of a chance this year. I think I kind of was just in a funky year with the transition. And I think this year I'm like, I was all in already, but like I'm all in this year. Like, let's go golf. He's going to lead us forward down the field. All right, Jared Goff, All right. big believer, big believer. A lot of people think, uh, you know, analysts, national analysts out there think Jared Goff's like the last piece to go. Like, we'll we'll draft a, one of those top two quarterbacks next year, and then the franchise will really take off. That's just what national analysts say, but uh, I, I, I think our not after Kool-Aid we win the group, Super Bowl yeah. with him this year. <laughs> Damn straight. Damn you know, all those analysts and stuff, they wouldn't have predicted things like Tom Brady and. You know, like, um, 
my analysts don't look at all their Instagrams and uh, (laughs) personal lives. That's exactly right. Big G. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. (laughs) Um, So the lions this year, a lot of people are predicting them to be top five draft pick again. I am curious what you guys are going to predict for the Lions this year. What is their season going to look like? Kind of laid out for me. Either, you know, give it a quick answer or, you know, spell it out a little longer. What's the regular season going to look like? What's the playoffs going to look like? How far are we going to go? Uh, we'll start with you, Big G. Ooh, um, let's see. I think it's going to be a great season. We're definitely going to be over 500. Um, I think we're going to win at least 10 games. Um, I think we're going to the playoffs. I'm calling it now. We're going to the playoffs this year. How far are we going to go? How far are we going to go to playoffs? And we're going to at least make it through the second round. We're going to win more than one game in the playoffs. Yeah. Wow. That'd be the first time, uh, you know, in either of our lives, uh, big G. I know it's been, oh my God. What, how long is it? It's like January of 90, January. January of 92 is the only Lions playoff victory um, in the Super Bowl era. Oh, yep. We're (laughs) buying that this year. I just, like, I feel it in my bones. It's going to happen. Love it. Love it. Will G. Um, Well, this is a good question because I was literally just sitting down with the calendar and picking what games I was interested in going to. And I was just looking through and like looking at who we're playing. And I just kept seeing win, win, win. Like no one really was posing that much of a challenge. Um, just like on paper, maybe once we hit the field, it'll be different. But what I'm seeing now is I have to agree with Big G. We're definitely going to be over 500. I would say at least 10 wins, but I'm going to go 11 wins on the season. And I think we are going to win a playoff game this year. I'm not, I'm not sure how many playoff games, but I, I think we're going to win at least one this year. And that is going to propel us into the future. If we somehow don't win the Super Bowl this year, we'll win it next year. All right. Would Jared, would Jared Goff a quarterback next year? Um, I mean, if we win a playoff game this mm-hmm. year, perhaps, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. So 10 wins and a playoff win. 11 wins in a playoff win. All right. Uh, J-Dog. Um, okay. So one of the things I love about this podcast so much is even after a really shitty weekend, there's always like a lot of positivity. And then the week before the game, I always love your predictions. And so I really buy into that. And it really makes me happy because as a lion fans do like need to get that positivity pumped into you because like, you're not changing fandoms, not going anywhere, but you just like need to feel that levity. And I drink a lot of Kool-Aid for this team and I'm just going to go all in undefeated Super Bowl champions. Ah, yeah. <laughs> 17 and oh, the first undefeated team in NFL history since the Dolphins. <laughs> 17 games. Yeah. We're in here now, everybody. So 20-0 and 0 on the year. Three playoff oh, yeah. wins to win the Super Bowl. Wait, movies will be written about this year. They'll oh. be the team that was never supposed yeah. to win went all the way. Oh, and Jared Goff will get a movie about him before Stafford does. Uh, sorry, Stafford. I'm getting so hyped. And Ryan Gosling could play him. 
Yeah, right. To play him. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Y'all are drinking a blue Kool Aid. Uh, that's why we had you on because you know you drink that Kool Aid. Always appreciate that. Oh man, great predictions, you guys. Great predictions. Um, we learn from the best. True, we do. Yeah, th- I mean, this could be a lot of fun. Um, man, I mean, did did you guys have any other like last thoughts? Uh, you wanted to kind of touch on. One thought I had, I just wanted to kind of talk about it is, you know, when we are a winning team, like, I don't know what we're going to do, like how it'll be like with all of our friends and people like, because growing up, like one of my biggest talking points with people is being a Lions fan and having to defend myself, why I am a Lions fan and why I don't care that we've been bad for so many years. And while I will always stand by their side. Man, when we're winning, when we're a winning team and we win that Super Bowl, gosh, it's going to feel so good <laughs> to just tell all the haters, this is why we stick with the Lions. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, did, you, did, did you guys have any uh, last message for the uh, Blue Kool-Aid uh, crew? Um, well, I agree with big G. I think you have to go through the lows to truly appreciate the highs and everyone sitting on this podcast right now, we've all had conversations about like, when we go to the Super Bowl, where are we going to watch? We all already know we're going to be together as a family because we've gone through all these years together, the highs, the lows, you know, the Cowboys gate playoff game to Matt Patricia era. We've, we've been through it all together. And I just think that this podcast has provided such an awesome way to be together, even when we're apart. And I'm super excited to win the Super Bowl this year with Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes at the helm. And I am drinking the Kool-Aid this year, as I am every year, but especially this year. Beautiful. Ooh. All right. Uh, uh, J-Dog, you're last, and then we'll wrap it up. Well, first, thanks, Big Z, for having us on. We've talked about this for my a long honor. time. It's my honor. And this is really cool, even though we we're all a little bit nervous. But, you know, mm-hmm. you guys are a big deal these days. And I guess, you know, Kool-Aid Crew, thanks for always keeping it light. Thanks for giving us the information we need and, uh, you know, keeping that optimism. Because guess what? It's going to pay off for all of us. Because... When we win, it's going to be sweeter than any other team's victories ever. It's going to be the best. So, <laughs> All right. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff. Um, before we go, I know we're talking about Lions Wives and Lions Players Instagrams. But what are your Instagrams? How do we follow the Lady Lions Instagram? Uh, Big G, Instagram handle. Uh, at Genevieve underscore johnson nine <laughs> all right will g um at g rud 19 how do you spell that r-u-d-d g-r-u-d-d right. one, one nine and then uh j-dog um mine's really long uh at <laughs> jillian polishevsky <laughs> 11 do you want to spell that o-v SKY. There you go. (laughs) Uh, So if you want to just follow some really true, loyal Lady Lions fans, there you go. Otherwise, our Instagram is at Drinking Blue Kool Aid. 
Twitter at Drinking Lions, Spotify, Apple, Riverator Podcast. Please download, please subscribe, please leave a review. Always greatly appreciate that. We have our producer, Kid J, to thank. Woo! And then sidelinereport.com. Thank you for hosting the podcast. Always greatly appreciate that. Now, ladies, we have one last thing to do before we wrap up the podcast. I, I know you know it. It is the Lions fight song. So I'm going to count down, and on three, you're going to start and take it away. So one, two, three. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.